the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we see every day, every week, every hour, the need for people to fulfill the obligations of that office. If you want little things like a free country, a republic, the right to elect your leaders, things like that, that really don't matter to too many people. Uh, my usual co-host, Don Dix, is, is again away this week. I suspect he's back in Belize, maybe getting ready to close on that beachfront property he's been checking out. But uh, to fill in for him as, as, as co-host, I have, we have Karen Sigmund. And Karen is the head of a group called the American Freedom Alliance. And I don't know about you, but if there's ever a name that says domestic terrorist, it's got to be American Freedom Alliance. Welcome to the show, Karen. Tell me what you know. What what you know, what nefarious activities does the American Freedom Alliance get involved in? Oh, you know, as 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 you allude to, pro America, pro freedom, and we work with other people to ensure pro pro freedom and and that the founding um, in, institutions and ideas of this great nation are upheld and supported. So yeah, domestic terrorism. Absolutely. Actually, I shouldn't even joke because someone's going to pull that out of there and say, Oh my gosh, she confessed. Yeah, no, she confessed. Are, she said she's a terrorist. I know. No, we are the anti-domestic terrorists. We are the an- true anti-fascists. Um, Pro-America, pro-freedom. And I know I've been to a number of your events, even though they are, um, Long, they are far, far away in uh, in West in West LA, and right. uh, you know it's almost you can't get there from here in the Inland Empire. But uh, but so, you know, on the weekends you can. Sometimes you have the events weeknights in uh, in West LA, and that's that is for all intents and purposes impossible to get to from out here. And but you've had some great conferences, and I've I've attended a number of them on Islam. And yes. whether can we, can we coexist with Islam and, and a whole bunch of others? And you have more scheduled. Your website is AmericanFreedomAlliance.org. And it says right at the top of your website, advancing the values and ideas, ideals of Western civilization, which, you know, 30 years ago, wouldn't have been controversial and maybe not even, didn't even need a organization to do it. Right. When so I, now. No, when I talk about it, preserving, preserving Western civilization in the beginning, I used to think, wow, that sounds so hysterical, you know, like, ah, you're, you're a crazy person to even consider that one needs such a thing. But every day, every day we are being assaulted these institutions are being assaulted. Western civilization is being assaulted every single day. 
our founding ideals are under attack. And not just that, but to defend them, again, back to domestic terrorism, to defend those ideals is why many of us are called domestic terrorists. Yeah, I, I was uh, saying that just last week, you know, after all these years of being called a um, fascist, homophobic, Islamophobic Nazi, it just seems to me that domestic terrorist is a promotion. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, it, it definitely encompasses a whole lot more. <laughs> I mean, there was a you know, there was an appropriate level of and this actually comes from the one of the guidebooks or bibles of the enemy of Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals is use of ridicule and yes. they deserve it they and they fully and they, and they fully deserve it but it's it's a really serious thing because civilizations it's, it's what people think those the battle of ideas can, is really more important than the battle of you know, you know things of ideas of, of military of force it's the it's the ideas that are that, that are behind it and the the colleges it's and it's spilled out of the colleges have been under seeking to undermine western civilization that it's this colonialist racist terrible terrible development terrible civilization compared to all the other really wonderful human <laughs> civilizations in human history that have right. so preserved human rights compared right. to western civilization well, and this is why we had our conference um, on the left's long march through the institutions, it, which we the subtitle was revolution by other means. It's that's absolutely what they have been doing. And it is more dangerous than than more kinetic fighting, as you say, because it happens so subtly, insidiously, pervasively, and you're not even aware of it. And as you say, they've they've taken over all of all our institutions, media, education, obviously the most pernicious one, because everybody knows, you know, how that America was founded on, you know, on the back of slavery, that Christopher Columbus was an evil guy, that all our founding fathers were, were just terrible, terrible white men and everything they ever said and did needs to be thrown out wholesale, that Western civilization itself is white supremacy, you know, and and on and on and on and on. Um, we see this in in our educational institutions. This is even prior to the sixteen nineteen. This is Howard Zinn's indoctrination. We see it in Hollywood. Look what just happened to the actress in Mandalorian. I don't remember her name, but if you say anything counter to the narrative, you must be purged. They need their message to be a hundred percent adhered to. And why is that? Because at bottom, they are totalitarian and no other voice can be permitted. And I think we're, we're seeing this with the impeachment impeachment. We're seeing this every single day with cancel culture. It's all about purging institutions of other voices. As, as you say, like all the other great countries that like China, like Iran, like Stalin's Soviet union, like Hitler's Germany, you know, not to, the Go right to, to that, to but it's all of a piece. They're always, they're, they always compare uh, imperfections of America or Western civilization more broadly compared to their ideal of now. They never look at George Washington's or Thomas Jefferson's contemporaries around the world and, and make that comparison. 
Right. That's never in context. You're absolutely right. They apply today's standards to to even things that people said five minutes ago. You know, a tweet that somebody said a year or two ago that was perfectly acceptable at that time, like perhaps um, pro Title IX, just for example, that that girls sports is important for girls to to have the same opportunities as boys in sports. So let's give them equal opportunity in sports. To say that now, look what they did to Martina Navratilova. I can't say her name when she said mm, letting men compete or trans women or or whatever is really unfair to women. You're not allowed to say those things. So beliefs that were held five minutes ago, five years ago, two hundred years ago, were, were not allowed to to have had those beliefs. And and yeah, the left to the left, the only criteria that are important are right now, right now, right now, right now. And as they change, somehow um, they go back and, and judge through that lens. And, and another really scary aspect, it's all very scary and we laugh, but it, it really, it is very serious is I'm hearing that they are going back through publications and video and removing things that their people have said that are problematic. They're literally rewriting, rewriting history, which again is very Stalin-esque. They've already been doing this with Joe Biden. Um, one of his first speeches as president, um, they, they cut out bits. As you, as you put in air quotes around the, around the word president. Yeah. <laughs> There's I learned a new word during all of this, and that is arrogation, taking over, taking on power that was not given to you. Mm. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, as, as John Nolte of Breitbart calls him, his fraudulency. His fraudulency. We're going to talk about the price you've paid for yeah. what you've been doing. But you look at Western civilization. You know, let's say roughly 1500, the rise of Western civilization to now perhaps its fall in the 21st century, 1500 forward. The progress that has been made in terms of human rights, freedom, de- democracy, or, 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 or a representative democracy, prosperity, scientific progress, medical progress, the virtual elimination of slavery that have been around as long as human beings have been around. And you, you look at this record. And somehow they find that this, that this is not something that instead should be treasured. And, wow, this is great. And maybe we can make it better. But this time, this, rather, this, this has something that has to be torn down. Terrifying. And, and again, as you say, um, they judge it against an ideal. They are utopianists. And everything is ju- – and this is one of the fundamental differences between their side and our side – they have this utopian ideal and everything is judged against that. And they see man as perfectible, which we don't, I don't, I don't see man as perfectable at all. I now, women see, are some, I mean, another story, but men, no, no, no way. Perfect already. <laughs> <laughs> well, please. <laughs> but but we know we know better, and we know that the best systems of governance, ours, 
we're created with the knowledge of man's failings. We are imperfect. We are greedy. We are power hungry. We seek status. We, there will always be a, a sense of domination. There will always, there will always be power seeking. We are flawed. We are deeply flawed. So how do you manage that? And our founding, the creation of our constitution was built with checks and balances and balances of power in order to best temper mankind, man, human nature and our failings. And to not operate from an understanding of that and an understanding of gratitude and with a sense of gratitude towards their profound knowledge of human nature, understanding of what works and what doesn't work in terms of governance, with their focus on tempering our worst tendencies while supporting and empowering and emboldening our best. It's an extraordinary feat. And no other country in the history of the world has ever done that. And to not have gratitude for it is is so appalling for so many reasons. One being they're trying to destroy the best system of governance ever created, but also what they're doing to children in terms of giving them a sense of shame rather than pride in their country, in our country, is is to to give children this this um the sense of shame is truly hor- horrible. I find it um, so soul crushing, so evil, really. And it's very upsetting to see them do this, whereas the opposite should really be true. Yeah. Uh, we need to take a break here. But I was just watching the other day a video by Ami Horowitz. He goes out and does these kind of man on the street interviews, student on the street interviews. And he was at Yale you know, um, breeding ground for future members of the, uh, of the ruling class, training ground, rather. Yeah. And you'd ask him, he had a petition, wanted him to sign a petition to repeal the U- U.S. Constitution. And 65% of the people signed his petition at Yale University. That's what you're getting for $100,000 or $200,000 a year, uh, whatever, they, whatever, whatever they charge there. But let's take a pause here, and when we come back, we'll, we'll talk more about your, you were in D.C. on January 6th I and was. how the cancel culture has come for you as well after this word from Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. 
For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 590. The answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, my usual co-host, Don Dix. We think he's in Belize, again, maybe closing on that beachfront property, and filling in for him is Karen Sigmund from the American Freedom Alliance, a great organization uh, at AmericanFreedomAlliance.org. And uh, we were talking about the cancel culture and the left and seeking to ban people for what they said and what they think for, for thought crimes. And you've been on the receiving end of that. I have. And it's, I have to tell you, we all talk about it theoretically, you know, they're going to come for you, come for us. When it happens, it's an absolutely shocking, stunning kind of humiliating thing. Um, May 5th of 2019, oh, it's forever ago, um, but it seems like just yesterday, we had held a conference on at AFA, held a conference on the left's long march, like I had alluded to. It was an all-day conference about the various institutions that the left has been marching through from churches to science to language to media to education. And the very next day, I was told my contract at where I taught would not be renewed. And this, this school is a private school. It's a French school. So you would imagine they'd be pro-Western civilization. Um, Although of course, France has lost its collective mind. Um, And it's also the school that I had gone to as a child. So I have very had very warm feelings towards it, but I was told my contract would not be renewed. And one of the things that they cited was something I had said in an AFA speech praising Western civilization that we here at at the, an AFA conference were the beneficiaries of Western civilization, even those of us not here, um, not born here. And Western civilization is what had done the most good for the most people throughout history, which I stand for and stand by. Absolutely. As we were saying before, but somehow that was untenable, and it was evidence, they said, of my bigotry, and how could I really expect to teach students not from Western civilization, which I still i am trying to wrap my mind around, around that, especially if they were living in Los Angeles. Um, I, I, I really don't really understand that, and if that had been a problem, well, to me, if it, it just it just makes no sense. And then they dug themselves in deeper and deeper. So I was my contract was not renewed. Um, lots of things were cited, and I have been fighting this. I'm thrilled that Harmeet Dillon and her firm are representing me because this is untenable. We cannot be shut out simply because our political views don't align. And this is a school that, again, ironically praises Western civilization. And even more ironically, it's the current 
um, president of the school, Clara Lisa Cabaz, it's her parents. Her father, her parents had owned it when I was a child, and her father is the person who taught me my love of Western civilization. He taught us ancient history. So, and I Maybe learned she Latin. Her parents. Pardon me? Maybe she canceled her parents too. Maybe she canceled her parents. Well, you know, I don't want to go down that path, but um, it's certainly the irony is not lost on us and especially an education institution that ought to em- embrace views diverse from the left. And and I didn't even say it wasn't even pro-America per, per se. It was pro-Western civilization. So the whole thing is, it's extremely painful. It's extremely hurtful. And like I said, you can, you can, think you're prepared except when it comes down you're you're really not you're not prepared i'm lucky though in that as canceled as i was and have been i at least have had then and continue to have an a network of people that embraces western civilization as do i it didn't come out of left field for me but people like james demore who we've honored in the past the Google guy, he wrote this Google memo about women in high tech, and he just didn't know what hit him. His entire support system, he, he just didn't have any, where I do. And most people don't. So we really need to reach out and support those of us who are canceled or on the verge of being canceled, because we tend to not do that well enough. They are vindictive, they are relentless, they are hateful, they must seek and destroy any of us who have a different point of view at uh, any level. As David Horowitz says, inside every progressive is a totalitarian screaming to get out, and uh, unfortunately, they're out. They're out. And they're They're still screaming. They're they're out and and they're screaming and you know we talk about why why was I canceled the various reasons they said but I know another reason is that if their narrative is that everybody on the right is an evil hateful anti-Semitic white supremacist um, knuckle dragging you know all kinds of horrible things and that's their narrative. Here, here come I, who is none of those things. My students loved me. I'm reasonably smart. I'm not an anti-Semite. I am not a hateful person. I'm actually pretty nice. And my very presence belied their big lie about us. And that, that had to, they had to get rid of me. Um, for that reason, because any political speech that I use winds up poking holes in their narrative, and that's unacceptable. And that wasn't the only example. Is uh, AFA was uh, was was deplatformed by one of the big dem tech companies? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I sent out an email, not ironically, about January sixth, and and Mailchimp said. Mm, nope, not happening. You're you're suspended. So yeah, it just it it's they are absolutely relentless. We're they are relentless, and that's just that's small potatoes compared to people being debanked, de you know, de everything. So far, so good. We 
still have our bank accounts and constant contact has been good to us, but MailChimp. Yes. Yeah. That can happen to, that can happen to anyone is that I know you've, you've had, you've had uh, Katie Hopkins and she had a million followers on Twitter. And despite my, despite my urgings, to her to start to begin her migration out of big dem tech. Uh, she, she didn't. And, and any day they can, they, they can terminate your account. Um, our group uses MailChimp, Redlands Tea Party Patriots. And I've, I keep that mail list backed up on a regular basis. Just right. so when, if they, if they, if they close us down, we have our email list to hopefully migrate to another platform. We are almost out of time here for this half of Unite IE Radio, and hopefully if I uh, haven't uh, offended Karen too much, you will stick with us for the second half hour. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank accounts from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Um, my usual co-host, Don Dix, um, is gone today. Didn't say where. We think he's in Belize um, house hunting. And joining me as co-host, we have uh, Karen Sigmund, uh, director of the American Freedom Alliance, a, one, a, a right-wing extremist organization uh, dedicated to preserving the values of Western civilization. And if I don't know what, if, it, if that doesn't say systemic racism, I don't know what does. <laughs> That's uh, us. Actually, I'm not, I've been to a number of their conferences. They do excellent, excellent work. I can't make all of them because they're often in, in, in West LA. Um, I'll start there. What do you, what is AFA up to? What do you, what do you have coming up? Well, we're, as as you no doubt know, doing anything in Los Angeles has been really problematic. We had a conference set um, for last July um, that was on the topic of China and um, unrestricted warfare was its title. And we thought, short, you know, the country shut down in March. We thought surely by July we'd have been through this two week temporary flatten the curve shutdown. Uh, so certainly July should should have been fine. 
China is absolutely key as as we're all learning um, to everything that's been undermining our freedoms. Our very president is in their pocket and so on and so forth. The Wuhan virus, the China virus, um, even though the who said it has nothing to do with them, we we absolutely know that it it does. So China in, in all its facets, obviously last July didn't happen. We will reschedule as soon as we feel that we can get sufficient numbers in a room. We may actually hold it in Washington. Um, we were going to do a conference on anti-Semitism. We will still do that. But And we've been having a lot of Zoom things, which have been terrific, calling them inside looks with various people, Steve Coughlin, Frank Gaffney, um, Mary Graybar, who wrote a book um, debunk- called Debunking Howard Zinn. One of the things, though, that we, we have coming up for sure, when everything went south after the election, we a lot of us were just feeling so despondent. And I kept thinking we really need to have a day of the big cry. Just let's just emote. Let's get everything out of our system. We're, we're just all going to be really sad. And, then, and we're designating that day for that. And then the next day we're going to stand up, be the grownups that we are and get back in the fight. So that we had that, but co-joined with that, we thought, well, okay, day of the big cry, but we also need day of the big laugh because because we need to laugh because humor is a potent tool, as you were saying before, satire and mockery is a great Alinsky tactic, but we also really need this. So for April 12th and 13th, two evenings in Los Angeles, we have this booked. We're going to have people who do comedy generally, and we're going to reach out to people who don't normally do comedy, but who might want to take two, three, four, five minutes to do a little bit of conservative comedy. We're going to be asking people to make little sketches or videos. So two evenings that are really going to be riotously funny. I shouldn't have used the word riot. Actually, I think I'm going to use that word a lot right now. Riotously funny. And um, we're all going to laugh. And because we're living in surreal times, but we need humor. We need to be together. And it's going to be absolutely great. Just think, think of the little videos that people can do little, you know, funny things that all us when Saturday Night Live used to be funny. We could do any any of those kinds of things. And so two evenings of that's going to be absolutely great. We're looking to follow up with the left of the with the long march. We're going to do another event about that. And one of the things that we've been talking about since the election is how do we ensure election integrity? So we want to have a forum evening on that. It seems like such an obvious topic and we all sort of talk about it, but we want to um, be more focused on it. And that really does include talking to legislatures in red states about how to combat against HR1, which terrifies me. HR1 is the national bill to codify all the evils of the last election. That has got to be fought. So we want to be part of that. As as well as effectively repeal the First Amendment. (laughs) And, And the Constitution generally um about how 
elect states have the power to choose their electors. That's, you know, the 17th Amendment really was, to me, the beginning of the end of federalism, taking away the state's ability to elect their senators the way they see fit and making it popular vote, just like congressional representatives, major catastrophe in, in that whole checks and balances and separation of powers that was so thoughtfully codified in our constitution. So the 17th undermined that. And then HR1 will, will be the, that was the first nail. HR1 will be one of the final nails and has got to be fought. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think you know another one just at the, about the same time was a really serious mistake. Was I think it was the Eighteenth Amendment they gave women the vote. I think we now <laughs> I think it was the, the, country, the country just gone downhill ever since <laughs> that was passed. <laughs> you know, um, well, you know, there are times I agree with you on that, <laughs> but I would add the Sixteenth with with allowing the federal government to collect taxes. Income tax, yes. Because here before that, it had only been the states that were allowed to do that. So again, states had more power. And then you take you take that soul right away with the 16th and then take their right to choose their own representation in the federal government that a one two punch that was really the beginning of the end. And you can find more about and the American the Freedom Alliance and these events and future events that are coming up and sign up for their uh, e-newsletter at yes. AmericanFreedomAlliance.org. It really is a great organization and that uh, deserves our support. Thank now, you. You were, you were also um, you were in Washington, D.C. on I January was. 6th. And, um, you know, but, I, you know, I'm I'm not sure the video wasn't all that wasn't real good. Was it? Were you were you one of those people sitting in the in Nancy Pelosi's chair? <laughs> you didn't recognize me with the horns. Yeah. How about now? That was you. <laughs> I call him Tatanka Man, oh. but um, no, no, I was there. I did go to Washington. I like a few hundred thousand of my best friends were. And still are um, very concerned, you know, Trump, notwithstanding Trump versus Biden, whatever, if we just put that aside for a minute, without legitimate elections, the country is gone. And for this, the first of all first world countries to not be able to conduct legitimate elections with full election integrity is a travesty that I just cannot wrap my mind around. And, and one of one of the hallmarks of the United States has always been a peaceful trans, transition of power. And all that's well and good, as long as you have a legitimate way of deciding to whom to transfer that power. And that is what is desperately broken. And the that they call the idea of election fraud, the big lie is in, in, in itself the big lie. That there was no fraud is just preposterous. We have all kinds of evidence of of every kind of dead people, just dead people voting, uh, the the, the various aspects of how this election was literally stolen. It's, It's an astounding thing. And on top of how that is astounding is how they silence anybody who says that. Um, Facebook, Twitter, all of those, you're not you're not allowed to say those things, which, again, is totalitarian to silence that. 
people have been fired for for saying that. And, fired uh, for saying that, censured for saying that, kicked off boards for saying that, um, kicked off airplanes for saying that. It's really not out of, but off of. It's really a, an unbelievably horrible thing. And if it were me, if there were accusations that I had stolen an election, I would say, have at it. Here's everything. Here's the machines. Here's what do you want? How can we prove to you that this was done in a free and fair manner instead of um, silencing you? We know there's data. There's I've looked at the actual data, things that Mike Lindell has presented that's that's really real. And without confidence in our election system, we got nothing. And the more they fight back, the more, you know, they know that they stole it. And right. this is and I think that's one, I mean, you have the computer forensic evidence, statistical evidence, historical trend evidence of things that predicted the result. And not one of them failed. Not a few of them failed. All of them failed at once. Yeah, at yeah. once. Biden won a record low number of counties and got the record high number of votes. It, it, as well as just people, I wouldn't affidavit, sworn testimony yeah. of people who watched it, who watched it happening. Right. And you, so you have all this. And the, the as you were pointed out, it is kind of gaslighting denial. It fraud, absolutely there's is. There's no evidence of all fraud. And they, they are determined, the entire establishment is determined to send this down the memory hole and create, create an alternative reality. Uh, that's what they do. So that's why I was there, was to support those in the Capitol who were counting and hopefully disputing and discussing and rehashing and arguing about the certification of states' um, elect- electors. And I, I was there with the intent of being part of that voice that said, we are trusting in you, Mike Pence and all the rest, to do the right thing by the American people. And where you think there is sufficient question about the legitimacy of a state's process for you to say, I cannot certify. And that is why I was there. And I think that's why most of us were there. It's clearly not why everyone was there. But the, the that process was beginning in the Capitol. Arizona, they had just said we disputed it and they were going off to discuss it. Yes, this is what we wanted. And we were hoping that the outcome would be, you know what, can't certify. So this idea that MAGA people marched on the Capitol in order to, you know, overturn or insurrect or, or seditious is completely preposterous. Who benefited from that massive interruption and the catastrophic event? Not us, because we have suffered more than anyone, and it's done nothing but help them. And I've been calling it their American Reichstag fire, because however it happened, they have been using it to demonize, persecute us. And by us, I mean the 74 million. By us, I mean anybody in Washington. By us, I mean anybody who supported Donald Trump. Exactly as Hitler had done with the Reichstag fire that may or may not have been set by communists, doesn't matter how it started. It was used as a vehicle for consolidating power and to demonize others. And that's exactly what they're doing. 
and it's terrifying. So, yep, I was there. And you have the, there, I, I should have advised you that you have the right to remain silent. That's too late now. <laughs> no, I was there. I've written about it on for AFA. And it's funny because I, I wrote about it and, and somebody said, oh, my gosh, I've been sending this around. It's gotten a ton of traction. And I thought, oh, this is not necessarily a good thing at all. But let's take a pause here. And when we come back, I'm going to ask you the question about the strange case of the missing Republican Party. (laughs) What your thoughts are on that after this word from All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident, because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, and my guest co-host this week is Karen Sigmund of the American Freedom Alliance. So let's resume with the question we left you with before the break. You would think that the Democrats stealing the presidential election and probably other races down the road, most notably probably the Michigan Senate race, maybe others, uh, through massive in-our-faces vote fraud, would get even the most timid establishment Republican fighting mad and ready to do something about it. And, you know, at the end there on January 6th, you know, a few of them did something, you know, voice some opposition. But for the by and large, they have done absolutely nothing and let this vote fraud stand as, yeah. and it's not Trump, Donald Trump. It's taking the people's right to elect their representatives as well as they're ever, you're ever going to have the ability to elect a Republican again because the Democrats just saw, hey, <laughs> it worked. We got away with it. Yeah. So what, what, do you, what the heck do you think is going on with the Republican Party? It's, it really is. It's an astounding thing. Not just, you know, there's the party. But think about those various red, red states or marginally red. Um, Georgia, just as an example, um, that let the Democrats steal not only the presidential race, but both senatorial races. I mean, this is catastrophic on such a level. And now they're going after Trump, which is so really kind of the question becomes, what is the Republican Party anymore? Because if they're not the opposition, and I don't mean enemy, but literally the opposition to the Democrats, what are they? What is what is their purpose? And let's just think for a second about this this impeachment. And yes, air quotes, can't see it on the radio, but I'm always going to do it. This impeachment process is astounding that six Republicans, well, first of all, that any Republican has even been in the room to take a vote on, to a vote, to take a vote. I can't wrap my mind around this, a vote on whether or not this impeachment is constitutional. That's not how it happens. Should we vote 
to see if two and two is four or maybe six. And let's come to a consensus about that. How ridiculous. That is absolutely not how this works. That any Republican was in the room and and cast a vote for that. Republicans to a man and a woman should have strode out of that room and said, we're not being part of this at all. Not a one of us. Okay. Those six will, would stay. Fine. We know then which, we already know which side they're on. Collins, Cassidy, Murkowski, Mitt are, oh my goodness. Then Sass and, and Toomey would have stayed. Fine. But not one other Republican should have been complicit in this sham. So who is the Republican Party? Why did any of them stay there? How did these states let this happen? Why are they not fighting tooth and nail against H.R. 1? Now, so that's that's Senate and that's some of the state legislators. But I really think the the final way of dealing with all of this is for us, the private citizen, to contact Republicans in in red states, Republican legislators, and urge them to nullify, nullify, nullify everything that comes down the pike out of this White House that is overreach or that even seems like it might be overreach and to teach them about the power that they have in the 10th Amendment and a nullification. Because right now, Biden is running roughshod over the entire country from opening borders to mask mandates to talking about people can come in from the south, but Floridians might have their travel restricted. We absolutely have got to give to shore up and strengthen the spines of Republicans in state legislators, legislatures to stand up against this. Without that, we've really we've got nothing. It really is going to fall to the states, I think. Well, I <clears throat> when you don't make the case for the vote fraud, and most of them have, have surrendered, the election was legitimate, Biden is the legitimate president. See, because if the, if the election was fine, yeah, then there's no need to reform anything. There's no need to correct anything. And in fact, since they just mailed ballots to the wind last time, we can do what the Democrats want to do and make that permanent. We just... We have this uh, bloated voter rolls that are out of date and inaccurate. So let's we'll just mail out ballots to everybody. Right. And I have a friend of a friend of mine. Uh, she she got she received a ballot for a made up person. Wow. Never, never mind someone who didn't live there. Never mind someone who wasn't registered to vote. She received a ballot for a made up person. The name was a combination of her former son-in-law and her deceased mother. Whoa. How many others were out there? I get four routinely here. And and when you know that they've... Can I have two? Pardon me? Can I have two? (laughs) I'll take care of it. (laughs) When you know that they've done... We know know about the fraud, right? And we we know that they, they don't do signature checking. They don't... Bloated voter rolls. Nobody's done anything about it. Um, California was found in violation and we were supposed to clean up the voter rolls, never happened. 
So, you know, again, what can Republicans do? They can ensure that the voter rolls are cleaned up. They can ensure that we we don't vote this way. They can ensure that, you know, what it happened literally the day before our election here in California that they found that Newsom ex- exerted um, overreach in his determining how the election would happen. Then why was it okay for it to happen if it was in violation of our constitution? So mm-hmm. uh, the the layers of illegitimacy are astounding. Just those states that had elections in violation of their own constitution how that was allowed to continue. Those should have been thrown out out of hand. Fraud, no fraud. They were conducted in an unconstitutional way. But yes, you use the word gaslighting. That's exactly what it is. And they say now no judge has found that there was fraud. No judge looked if there was fraud. The ones that have been dismissed, they never even looked at the evidence. So just on and on. And all of this is in pursuit of H.R. 1 to ensure that forevermore we have the the most fraudulent elections possible. I'm friends with people throughout Europe and they the very idea of an illegitimate vote makes no sense. They don't understand this because they have real voting. And and, and I asked this question, why I whatever you think about the votes Someone needs to explain to me, a Democrat, because we can make up reasons, we know the reasons, but ask your Democrat friends why any of these machines had to be smart in any way. Why did they not just count votes? Why did these machines have the ability to run algorithms? Why did these machines have any kind of intelligence at all? Why weren't they just counters? Why can they be connected to the Internet? And connected to the Internet. Right. That that was that's violation number one. But why should they also be smart in any way? There's literally no legitimate reason for the voters. For that. Right. That was a Isn't joke. It? <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah. Right. Dumb, it, dumb, it, dumb voters, smarter smart machines. machines. Yeah. It's really an astounding thing what we watched happen. There's no legitimate reason for them to be for the machines to be smart and to be illegally hooked up to the internet. So just that on its face should be reason enough to throw anything out. We are unfortunately out of time for this week. Thank you so much, Karen, for being on the show. And again, that's AmericanFreedomAlliance.org. Connect with them. they got great programs coming up, and they do great work in protecting our values and our civilization. Tune in next week for another exciting edition, and we will see if Don Dix is back from Belize. Maybe he has some pictures of his new home there. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. 
If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. California, DRE ID number 10126. Arizona, NMLO license number 092639. Branch, NMLS ID number 1841782. Summit Funding, Incorporated, NMLS ID number 3199. Arizona license number 0925837. Equal housing opportunity. AM 590. The answer.